Hello and welcome to another episode of Zombros. I've cut the first four minutes because we had tech issues because well, what else is new on Zombros? So right into it. I'm filling time with the poster ad read and then the podcast starts normally. So thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. Yes, I wouldn't move. Fantastic. We have John back. But um, there is the Ether poster that you guys will be able to sell into, or buy individually. It's going to be 25 bucks, And with the Chaos Pack, it's going to be $45. For the audio listeners, it celebrates all four crews. It has the Victus crew, the Primus crew, and the Ultimus crew, with Samantha in the center of the poster, with Monty like a puppet master over the top of it, the three transit towers, MPD and a teleporter, and they're wielding the elemental staffs. It's a, a busy poster. The other one is way less busy, but I really want it to be more like an Avengers Endgame celebration of 10 years of zombies all the crews eat their storyline it's 24 by 36 so it's a standard movie size poster that'll be rolled up and sent to you in a tube so it's not like the normal flat ones i send you that are 11 by 17 so i we're really going big or going home for the dlc for conclusion so i thought that was a perfect opportunity to, to promote that posters no soe crew we're not no all the crews that matter on the timeline we're not putting all the other ones anywho poster looks cool Thanks, John. I appreciate it. I know you really like the uh, the the Victus crew at the bottom there when I was sending you that. I mean, just he's mm-hmm. so talented, and he's an avid fan of the show too, which was just absolutely terrific to have him reach out and get a free job, like I talked about last week. But there you go. That is that is the poster. So, John, welcome to the show. <laughs> yeah, finally on the show with halfway decent on you. Yes. Um, so what do you think of the cryptic tweets? Did you hear about that from David Vonderhaar, where it seemed like the day after the Cod World Championships ended, uh, 100 Thieves won. Congratulations to 100 Thieves, Noah Jay's crew. They apparently, a friend of David Vonderhaar, actually, I, I can get the tweet and I'll read it verbatim from David Vonderhaar. Uh, I was asked by someone I respect to disconnect my day to day with the Call of Duty world I was a part of. I respect that. It makes sense. Before I go... Good luck on all the Call of Duty World League esports heroes. Uh, then he ended up deleting his Twitter account, then bringing it back, and then saying, like, he needs to take a break. And now his Twitter is back up again. And he said, you know, I apologize. I always mess up using Twitter. Uh, and then he had another tweet here that's, let's be clear about something. Fwiz, Hastro, Optic Hex. Uh, and many more. None of this exists without those pioneers beating up my inbox. Whatever story you heard is probably true, but not the truth. Good shit, guys. Be proud right now. It's a straight-up honor to know you all. Very much like goodbye. And it's it's the same to see David Vonderhart if he's leaving the Call of Duty world in some capacity. Uh, it's a shame because he's been a pioneer of the competitive scene, the multiplayer scene for, for quite some time. So, uh, I mean, yeah, you, I mean met, you saw him. He's been one of the faces of Call of Duty for a while. Yeah, I mean, he survived the death threat era where, like, everything was blamed on him, like, lag. They'd always be like, curse you, Vondahar. White boy used to make fun of him. And, I mean, that was all the golden age, Modern Warfare 2. David Vondahar was center stage for all that. Even though he didn't work for Modern Warfare 2, just to clarify that in case you're going to get angry about that. I'm saying that era. Yeah. That was a whole weird, like, storm to watch develop on Twitter, especially when, like, his account was deleted. They were like, oh, shit. (laughs) That's what it felt like real. Like, that's when shit was going down. Uh Uh-huh. But now he's back. Yeah, so... But I guess that's probably it for him in Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. D- Makes it seem like Treyarch is right now a very volatile. Yeah, I actually saw another job listing uh, for Treyarch Studios. They're looking for more people again, and it's just like... I don't know. I, I think the environment there is... is, is they're, they're rebuilding. I think they're in this phase of... Uh, 
kind of cleaning house on management. You know, like we talked about Jason Blundell, he didn't get fired, and they wouldn't fire somebody mid-season. But look with David Vonderhaar, as soon as the esports season ended, and that was, from my understanding, his role that he was really uh, a part of, as soon as that ended, they were like, all right, David, I think it's time to move on. So maybe Treyarch just needs to go through this growing portion of trying to keep Call of Duty alive and change it, and we're going to have to say goodbye to some of our favorite people that we got to know over this long journey. I mean, it's been 10 years, so maybe this is part of hopefully something to make Treyarch Studios better, and they go on to make their own careers. I, I was discussing with some other people that maybe it's going to be a respawn that isn't as horrible a fallout that the Infinity Ward uh, studio had back in the day with Modern Warfare 2, where they left and they went and made the Titanfall games that were really good. So maybe some of the people that end up moving on from Call of Duty will go make up some other studio that will make a lot more fun memories for us and other games. So I, I think there's a silver lining to everything that's been going on in the very volatile world of Call of Duty in this past year of release for Call of Duty Black Ops. Yeah, but I think the high, the hiring people is probably in regards to just getting as many hands on deck for uh, for like Black Ops 5 or whatever they're doing after Modern Warfare. Oh, quick, quick, uh, I made a mistake. I swear I saw at the Call of Duty World Thieves that 100 Thieves didn't win the EU one. My fault. And I didn't know the entire European Union one. Thank you. You EU United won. My bad. I swear to God, I saw a whole article saying 100 Thieves won and they were holding up the, the title and everything. Yeah, it must have been something else. My bad. Damn, man. Yeah. Keep up to date. I know. I, I thought that's all right. I took a week off, so that, that that's... Uh, oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Um, but I, I think that Blundell's time is probably like we all expected. He's, he's probably going to move on after this season. So it's going to be a, a, a brave new world in the Call of Duty zombie world, in the Call of Duty world. And it will be interesting to see how they respond. There's been tons yeah, of modern warfare. United is not, is not the European Union. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> I was just making a joke. Oh. <laughs> I did uh, not expect the European Union to win. Yeah, EU United was another... Cod Esports team. They're from North America. They're not. Oh, really? They're even from North America? No, no. Like, they have nothing to do with Europe. What? Maybe the name yeah. states or something else then. EU must stand just for. Just United, like, I think. Like, Esports United. Oh, E United. Okay, okay. People in chat kept saying EU. Kept winning, and I guess that makes sense. I was making jokes. Whatever. Um, doesn't matter. All right, so. No factions. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but so it is a shame to see uh, David Vonderhaar potentially leaving the Call of Duty era. And uh, with that, it, we kind of have to look back at Black Ops 4 and try and see uh, what it what's what we get, what kind of legacy it's going to leave all of us, as Blackout has still done a, a very good job of trying to compete with Battle Royale. It's not the best, obviously, as we talked about. Fortnite's still number one. Apex Legends has fallen in recent uh, times they're no longer fighting for the number one spot but black ops and blackout you know they're continuing to put easter eggs in with this brand new uh update that came through as they were going week by week and people have been finding all sorts of interesting uh, easter eggs inside the mode some of which i'll pull up here that i thought was really cool uh, mob of the dead and this was shared to me by uh, kingdom hops a moderator of the channel in front of the show in front of mine 
A mob of the dead plane can be shot down for a free wonder weapon. A poster in the cell block can be removed with a tomahawk. And then you get the Hell's Retriever. Golden Spork was found. You have to take zombies from the main cell and walk them all the way to the infirmary. In melee, kill three next to the bathtub to fill it with blood. And a hand comes out and you get the Golden Spork and the Easter eggs of Blackout. And I think he shared a couple other ones with me. But in general, it's, it's cool that they're recycling this in multiplayer right and zombies i'd have more issues if they were recycling this content but here this is like the campaign when you're hopping puddle to puddle and you get ray guns in the world at war campaign i really i really like how they're continuing to add stuff and and give little bits of uh, enjoyment out of the blackout mode as they've continued to try and update it and keep it going what do you well, make of these easter eggs? Lee, it's probably all lee ross and his team yeah 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 makes doing, perfect like, sense lee, Ro lee ross is in charge of zombies in blackouts so i'd imagine a lot of this is his doing and the people who work with him mm -hmm. um i think it's interesting i like it it's a lot easier than how to do it in uh zombies. yeah like you know i just gotta kill three zombies over by the bathtub that's all i need to do then i get the golden spork whereas zombies i don't remember but i it was a whole process problem mm -hmm. it's cool it definitely makes Blackout more interesting. I don't know how effective it is as an actual like Blackout weapon. Uh, depends. I know I used Alistair's Foley, and that thing was awesome when I got to use it by killing the Warden at one point. So it, it seems to be, like you said many times on the show, this all-star battle royale for Call of Duty. And when I see these type of things implemented, I really get that feel, and I can really start to buy into this uh, all-star battle royale area yeah it's like the all-star mode of call of duty mm -hmm. and it gets a little bit of everything it could, and zombies has been sprinkled all throughout blackout everything from the uh the what, what are they called the catalyst no what what was that big guy's name i can never blight father yeah i think the blight father mm -hmm. you know like it started with the blight father little things like the perk posters around the map and then mm -hmm. like originally the ray gun and the alistair's folly now we have the ray gun mark ii upgrades yeah. yeah i've only seen i've only seen the mark ii y is there more than just the mark ii y or all four in the map i don't know i i have only heard about the mark ii y at this point but that's uh, open to you chat if you know you can get all four of the alpha omega upgraded mark twos uh, let us know and that that would probably that be would really be cool. imagine if you and your squad each of you have like an upgraded ray gun mark ii to all four of you have mm -hmm. that would be Although they, I guess that would require four different planes to fly across the map, and I don't know if that would happen. Mm -hmm. um, that would be how you roll squad deep and be just loaded. Yeah. Uh, just someone in chat asking about the posters. The posters come out in September. When DLC 4 gets announced, which we want to talk about, the trailer should be coming around uh, sooner or later. When that gets announced, then I'll have a pre-order period where you can buy the posters. Because I also have a Chaos poster in the works that I think is super, super cool as well. And you really get that movie vibe uh, with a movie poster vibe with that. So th those two posters are going to be something to be excited about. Um, and the podcast will be coming up this week. I just took time off and I will get all of them up on iTunes and Spotify as soon as possible. So be on the lookout about four or five episodes will go up in, in soon. So I just mm -hmm. want to do that little bit of house cleaning as Chad was asking about it. So I'm sorry if that derailed what you were saying. Uh, did you have any more follow-ups with that or? No. That's about it. All right. Fair enough. I like what, I like what they're doing with Blackout though, adding all this stuff. Mm-hmm. 
I agree. Like it definitely gives it definitely gives Alcatraz its own character. I'd say very much so. And with the island so much bigger, it really gives me a much more positive experience than what I had with the actual Blood of the Dead mode. I think I like Alcatraz Blackout more than I like Blood of the Dead. Minus like the story aspects of Blood of the Dead, it's so cool on paper when I when I think about what Blood of the Dead did and the significance of it all. But then when I get into like the nitty gritty of Blood of the Dead. It becomes just the doing the Easter egg, I guess, is is the one what holds that map back from being something just truly terrific. So it's cool that you can just have fun, relax, stop taking things seriously, and play uh, the Alcatraz portals and Blackout. So that, that's pretty fun. Yeah. Well, Blackout, I feel, or Alcatraz, just I feel, Mob of the Blood of the Dead really never was structured. Like you had like at the old section, then you mm-hmm. had the new section, but they never quite intertwined as well as they should. That was that was a big mistake Chark made, I think, when designing that. I agree. I absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. And uh they I was just told that all four are inside the map. So you can get all four That's of those. Cool. That's really cool. And, and uh, you also of yep. course have the uh the the uh Tom Hall get the Hell's Retriever. Yeah, that's I think that's super cool that you can run around with the Hell's Retriever inside Blackout. That's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um with that said, speaking of Easter eggs, Glitching Queen's been hard at work. She found that starting room Easter egg where a picture of a family and a heart happens if you build the right stuff in Derise and Drock's starting room. They actually found the 3D model for the jump scare that was shown to us in the music trailer for Dead of the Night. And that is creepy looking. And it's just sitting behind a wall, which is super dope. I just... I like this jump scare a lot, and it's neat that we're they're still looking for Easter eggs. Treyarch has been hinting towards, oh, there's tons of still unsolved Easter eggs and things you can't find. Um, it makes me more excited when I see stuff like this because it reminds me of the excitement I had in the past for the no clipping of maps, and we would find stuff outside the map, and you'd be like, oh, oh my God, there's more things. We should have fun and excite it. And normally they've hidden stuff over time. They just wait for a trigger or flag to get hit, and then they'll spawn the stuff in the map so people don't spoil things. But those tiny little Easter eggs that were, like, hidden around the map really led to that creativity and wonder in zombies, and Dead of the Night has that beside behind a painting is a 3D jump scare model waiting for you and it's creepy yeah, it looking looks, it looks it also just looks weird like just floating as like a bo- half a body outside the map yeah like when you watch and half the textures aren't loaded in because you're like in the middle of an object and you just see it kind of there it's weird. i mean i can't imagine how startling that must have been because i've had that before when i'm hey no guys, clipping and i know things are going to happen I get startled still when I'm like, ah, God, that thing's there. Jeez, God, this is so eerie in in a completely different context where I'm not in game and I'm not running with it. So this is the, I'm showing them on stream. It it sort of looks like a a Medusa-esque jump scare, but it looks like this horrible corpse that jumps out. And here it is, again, Glitching Queen's video here. Here it is behind the frame just waiting for you. Ugh. I can't imagine trying to no clip around a map and and seeing that and just being like, oh God, have we found this? What is this? Yeah. So good on her and her team for still pushing the envelope, trying to find more and more Easter eggs inside Call of Duty Black Ops 4. Because I guarantee there's tons of them, as it was explained to us. There, there's loads and loads of these 
jump scares and all sorts of Easter eggs hidden inside the game, just that passion and love for it isn't as prevalent as it once was. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for uh, I'm watching. I'm trying to see if Queen can get like a better angle of it. I only see it, I only ever see it from the side in this video. Does she ever get in front? No, she can't trigger it, and that's part of the problem. That's why she made the video oh, asking yeah. everybody to try and figure out. Hey. We know where the painting is. We were trying it earlier on the same painting in the music video, but the problem was in the music video, they just had it appear out of what looked best. That's not actually where the yeah. trigger is. That's what I was wondering, like, because I, I, I'm watching it without the sound, so I see it and everything, and I'm watching mm -hmm. her, like, examine the painting and everything. I'm like, okay, when's it going to happen? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I didn't get the commentary. I was just watching without the sound. Gotcha. It's cool, though, and it's weird. It's weird to think that, like, you pass that all the time in... Uh, in zombies and it's just right there on the other side of the wall yeah just waiting for you that, that that type of stuff is fun that's that's that creepy eeriness i feel like zombies could have really went down that psychological horror route that would have been really effective instead of like jump scares of world war ii i feel like they try to go gore horror and jump scares like the the, the more of horror of the mind and what you think is way worse than what actually is could have been so effective in zombies and creating that uh cult like fan fan mm. what, what do they call that it's when a, a fandom is very cult like when they're really obsessive with that type of stuff um zombies know. could have really gone down that path but that's it's all right you know we are where we are <laughs> doesn't that guy that's carl shot in the outro of dead of the night kind of look like the boxer in the shadows uh probably maybe reusing a model and just reshaping it i wouldn't <laughs> I don't want to connect the worlds. Why oh, are you smiling, John? I'm just laughing at something. All right. Um, cool. So with that, uh, I think we can go on to some DLC four speculation and call the dead. Uh, when do you think the trailer is going to release? We saw some people discussing that it should be with uh, tomorrow. A, three years ago is when revelations was announced. So we should be getting something really, really soon. I'm really hoping it's not the 17th. And now that I've said this, it probably is going to be the 17th. But months and months ago, I bought Yankees tickets to go to Yankee Stadium with my father on the 17th. And uh, I just realized, like, oh, no, that's totally going to be the damn day the DLC releases. And I'm not going to be home. Oh, great. You know, it's not the first time I've missed DLC. <laughs> it happened. Granted, this is DLC 4. Yeah. And it's allegedly the map that you have been campaigning so hard for. Allegedly. allegedly. Shame how that works. Allegedly. Out. Allegedly. Yeah. Oh, newbie's saying potentially 24th and the operation ends. That would be really nice. I'd be super excited. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so I was already, I saw on the Reddit the trailer for. Um, I think it was the Revelations Prologue came mm -hmm. uh, on the 26th of August. So coming up in, I think, three or four years ago. And like, so if we're following that timeline roughly, we got to be close to the first trailer for this. Mm -hmm. It's got to be soon. I'm so excited. Everyone in chat is conf confirming like, yeah, it probably won't come out that day. If it's called the Dead or Origins, we riot. Oof, we'll get your pitchforks ready because I can almost guarantee it's going to be one or the other. Uh, from just the oof, oof in the air. Uh, 
Yeah. So this is this is gonna be. What do you think if Call of the Dead comes back? That I definitely definitely have no stake in. Uh, what 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 would the Easter egg be? What 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 could the grand finale of the Ether storyline be in the Call of the Dead scenario? The grand finale. Yeah. That's a big. <laughs> That's a big ask right there. The grand grand finale. Is it Do not? Even... Is this I not guess. the end of Ether? Oh no, I guess. You know, as much as you like say it's supposed to be the end, it never really clicks clicks in my head that this is the end. It also just doesn't feel like the end. Like Call of the Dead never felt like it should be the end. And if anything, Origins did, because it constantly talked about, like, every story has a beginning and an end, and then this is Origins, and there's so many ways they could play with it being cyclical, and that Origins is where the story begins and ends. Like, that makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, as far as, like, a grand finale, you gotta defeat Monty. You gotta do something with the children, because they're there. Mm-hmm. And then you take down the Shadow Man, I suppose, or do you lead the Shadow Man into summoning? Well, maybe that has to do with the Zombie Chronicles 2 potentially coming afterwards. Uh, someone in chat was a slime bread. Uh, what, no, Vamex. And before the intro cutscene is the crew's leaving Call of the Dead, the ending cutscene. <laughs> so just like a blood all over again where they all just walk through portals. <laughs> that would be a great way just to make everybody be like, what? Why? Why? Why do you do this to us, Call of Duty? Uh, I just mm-hmm. uh, children, sure, sure, they got to get involved. I don't know what you would do with the Shadow Man. You, you, you we're gonna have our fight with Doctor Monty, and I think a character needs to end up. Uh, some sacrifices are gonna need to be made, and potentially all the crews are gonna go bye bye. Some tears are gonna be shed, maybe, and the whole world's gonna get reset, and maybe the kids are gonna grow up in a happy little world. Uh, I don't know. Would that feel? underwhelming if like they beat monty all the characters die but then the face of black comes back and you just see all the kids playing and like they they all are i guess well, I wonder, they wouldn't be together I actually would, i wonder if it would feel like a revelations uh you know like at the end of revelations you see the big flash of light like maxis flies the thing a big flash of light and then that was kind of it mm-hmm. um like yeah i don't know how well she really solve it without just a big flash because it's easy Everything, all the magic can happen in the middle of that big flash of light, and you don't need to really fill in those gaps. Yes. Do you think maybe you, you return the kids each to what would be their proper place in time? Yeah, I think so. And and you get little glimpses of them just growing up or just, like, having a normal life. Or maybe they get inserted into modern day, and they just get, like, the gift is that they get to enjoy life. They just get to be okay, and they don't get to have PTSD fighting zombies forever in a cycle of hell. Like, that would be nice, I guess, you know? Uh, But I don't think many people would be too thrilled with that. I wouldn't mind that ending, but I think people would be like, my zombie-killing horde-based survival game what is with these children? What What is this bullshit? <laughs> like, I, I think a, an ending of peace could have been something they've been driving at, especially with Blood of the Dead's trailer, was all about how they're literally stuck in hell and it's the worst thing ever. And the best thing that could happen to them is get to live a normal life. And I think that's a cool, uh, like, thought to, to dive down zombies. But is that really... 
what Call of Duty's gonna do? Is that really what Call of Duty Zombies is gonna end on? Is that the, the story or message they were trying to send? I, I don't know. It doesn't seem, like you said, it doesn't seem like we're there. It doesn't seem like things have been set up for that properly enough to have it mean be meaningful when I think a lot of people would just like Dempsey fist-fighting Monty in a parking lot. <laughs> that might be just the easiest solution. Dempsey just takes on Dr. Monty himself. <laughs> And in the new world, Monty's just a normal homeless man, and Dempsey's just like getting yelled at because as a, like war vet, and they just go fist to fist, and some really awful like you don't even feel good about it in the ending. You're like, oh man, God, I wish I didn't see that. Maybe that's how they they end this series, just to make us all be like, yeah, it's over. Stop coming back. I don't know. I'm more interested right now and less about the story implications of Call of the Dead mm-hmm. being remastered. Like I don't really find any of that interesting at all right now because it's pure speculation sure like it's like like you said like we kind of just like well how does it end i don't know what's a good grand finale i don't know to me i think what's more interesting is what they do with some of the things that they have just like kind of left stranded like the little like for example i've seen discuss like will the tungunska event come you know yeah 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 because that was referenced in Shinonuma, mm-hmm. and I guess that's in Siberia, which shouldn't be far from Call of the So will that finally get, like, a little bit of, like, it's due in the story. So sure. it's supposed to be, I guess it's going to be one of the first real instances of Element 115 entering the world. Mm-hmm. We want to destroy all the 115, maybe we have to go to, like, the source of it, I guess. Right. And that could be that right there. Mm-hmm. Get rid of it there, something like that. Also, like, what stuff do we see returning? Will we see, like, the VR-11 mm-hmm. return? And if so, will it actually be a gun that's competent in more than just multiplayer? Yes. Like, I mean, they redid the Winter's Howl. And to further your point, Revelations, the ending, has the, like, first, maybe, potentially, the first rock being spit out by an apothecon. And maybe that's the one that falls inside Call of the Dead, and that's why it's so important. We talk about we got to destroy 115. Well, hey, let's let's backtrack to Call of the Dead where it happened, and that's why the last map is so significant, because they destroyed the very first instance of it. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm wondering, though, like, with the VR-11, it can actually be useful outside of so multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Like, in multiplayer, it's amazing because it's an insta-kill game. You shoot your teammate, and then suddenly they have, like, 45 seconds of insta-kill, and that's how, like, Relaxing Yen was able to, like, set records in, like, the 70s and 80s in mm-hmm. co-op back in the day. Yep. It was, like, some of his earliest high-round records. Here, though, like, if they could revamp it, do, like, a little upgrade quest so that it's actually useful in, say, a solo map, or, like, I don't have to be that strategic with my friends to use it, like, insta-kill and grind out, that would be great. Mm-hmm. Or even the scavenger. The scavenger is such a disappointing wonder. Yeah, well, long term. That's what I mean. Like mm-hmm. it's so cool. Like mm-hmm. you get it from the box and you snipe the zombies and they dissipate into this like red kind of mist and like there's a little sound effect that plays and then after like 35 it seems like oh mm-hmm. man that would if if that if if that gun in this map was like in was always a one-hit kill, which it should be. I don't know why they did it. Maybe because it was explosive-based? I don't know. I don't know. It might have been something to do with the hardware, but I, I agree with you. I really hope that they do make the scavenger... It's one of my favorite wonder weapons of all time. Uh, oh, one-hit one kill forever. It's like yeah. you pull it, and you, you've got this big-ass sniper, mm-hmm. and like you have like a really cool scope on then you upgrade it. I think it has, the at that point, the holographic scope. 
heat heat thermal. Yeah, the thermal scope. Mm -hmm. Like that was just fun. I love that gun. That gun is one of the best one weapons we've ever received, mm -hmm. in spite of it being really bad. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that it puts on the show like you were describing, and there's like that build up to the explosion going off, and it's it's terrific. I still remember the. I'm so happy that I was wrong in the Call of Duty Call of the Dead analysis trailer way back in the day that I made. I saw someone shoot something and it didn't even hurt the zombies. I'm like, look how pointless this stupid sniper rifle is. Isn't this the dumbest thing ever? And then it was just because it's on that timer and the first time I used it and it like breaks the sound barrier and you're just like, oh, I love being wrong. This is the best yeah, kind of being wrong. It's like that scene in Star Wars where uh, Obi-Wan is like following Jango and uh, mm -hmm. he's dropping like those bombs that when they explode, like the sound, like, yeah. like the, in the movie, the sound effect is that it just cuts. There's no sound for like a second. And then it's like, boom. And that's what that sniper felt yeah. like. Yeah. So sad. Absolutely. And then you didn't even have to use it like a sniper. You could honestly just no scope it into a crowd of zombies and take them out. Mm-hmm. That's what they made even fun. Had, you even had the, uh, the achievement to like, explosive snipe a zombie from like however far away yeah it's so much fun especially you could really have fun like flipping to another side of the map and then using the scope real quick and you could feel like so cool killing a horde of zombies from hundreds of meters away that's terrific inside the map you i remember even going like feeling so cool going a mano a mano with george because i'd use just about all my scavenger ammo and you'd have like double tap and you'd just be going as fast as possible you're trying to get your uh, george i would just george i like if i knew i if i if you got like a max ammo suddenly you start loading scavenger shots into george just to grind down as hell yeah it's and then what if you got a um oh what is it called a max ammo it just became a mess you would just be hitting the ground you'd be hitting him you had no you were fearless and then i remember a couple times i got trapped though against the wall with george and i wouldn't die because i kept hitting him with the scavenger but i would have to go through like all my scavenger ammo and then die that's how powerful and fun it was mm -hmm. they call it that has some cool stuff in it some cool potential oh you could even like go down the zip line and fire the scavenger on it remember that mm -hmm. mm. all that would be do we oh. get George? What do you think? What do you think for a boss in this map? Do you think we see a return? No, like we discussed previously, it's probably going to be a tribute of some sorts. It doesn't seem appropriate to be killing George Romero, especially in 29's, 2019's political correctness and Call of Duty is very gone, has clearly chosen to take that path. We're not going to be killing George Romero. I think we might have some little tribute to him i don't think we're going to be doing a save george romero quest either i think it's going to be a very quiet thing that they're removing from the map especially because right wise uh it might be a pain to go to the romero estate and be like hey we want to use him unless he signed the contract way back when they could continue to use his likeness inside a call of the dead map i i, I just don't see anything substantial with george romero coming in the next map mm -hmm. that could surprise me though Maybe the family's like, dude, yeah, you know, let his legacy live on. Let George be a massive part for this map and what your vision is based on what you pitched us. Yeah, cool. I, that That's also an op option, but it's beefier. Someone in the chat, oh, what is that, Bl Black Diamond? Could you imagine, like, a swole George? He's like, I've gotten even stronger since you last see seen me. Yeah. He has two lights, and he's running around the map beating us with two lights. 
George has two like light pole. He's got like now he's grown f two extra arms. He's got four arms. <laughs> like, he does. He does the Girl. general grievous. Where, like oh yes, <laughs> that would be. And now he's got two light poles. Oh my god! And he could do the bubbles like the warden or Perseus, where there's this like giant areas of like explosion. It could make that like electricity. Oh man, that would be just ludicrous. I swear to God, though, if the fog rolls in on this map, Jason Blundell will have never learned. What's that? Like, if there if there's fog rolling in on this map, Jason mm -hmm. Blundell will have never learned. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the last Ether map supposedly has fog rolling in. That'd be like the biggest fuck you to the community. Yeah, I really hope we don't see fog. I really, really hope mm -hmm. we don't have that return. Like you pointed out, I think that's the by far worst feature. Of it's the, Call the worst. Day. It's the worst good idea ever. Like mm -hmm. it sounds like a good feature on paper, dynamic weather system, and then you get the dynamic weather system, and then it's just three different variations of bad weather plus one variation of good. <laughs> that's all it is. Yeah. And, and the, the obscuring your sight is is the problem. Like dynamic weather is something I've wanted forever, and it's really good. And it's really interesting, but players still have to be able to see in some capacity. Otherwise, uh, the criticism of the map is like I could be playing anywhere. I can't see anything. This is just uh, th this map is meaningless when when that type of stuff happens. But when it goes away, you're like, oh man, I'm playing a map. This is really cool. Greg FPS also brought up, what if Danny Trejo was secretly the Mexican test, test subject? That has been like a joke for so long. <laughs> Even though we had Pablo, could you imagine the red conning if Danny Trejo becomes Pablo or some nonsense? That would Dude, be... they got to find a way to get Danny Trejo in the map. Ah, oh, they got his I character model in Blackout so yeah. much. Yeah, like if they could. Like, just get him to record a few lines or even like dig up the maybe he can be behind, you know? Like get Danny try like the the same metal door that um our characters were stuck behind last time. Mm -hmm. Just throw Danny Trejo behind. Just that. Danny Trejo. Maybe four Danny Trejos all talking to one another. Multiverse Danny yeah. Trejos trying to to make sense of the situation. Actually, that would just be a good little like, like a little like wink to the camera of how fucked up the multiverse has gotten. If there's like five Danny Trejos <laughs> all stuck, stuck in a room. Yeah, and they're all just like, "What is going? On? <laughs> what is? It's Kakui's work for sure. Why do you keep saying that? Why do you keep saying that?" Yeah, um, that would be fun. Uh, Kingdom Hops, let me know as well that Danny Trejo in Blackout actually has a quote that says, "Oh man, I wish George was here to see this. Miss you, man." Oh, see, that's that's the type of thing I could yeah, see. Yeah, those are doing. like little. Those are nice little uh, tributes that I would appreciate. In or even like throw throw a little cipher in there as just like a thank you cipher. Mm -hmm. You know how you know how Tricol often a lot of studios will throw in like a little cipher and Easter egg in it, and it'll be like, oh, thanks for supporting the game this year, blah blah. Yeah. Do like, uh, oh, George, thank you for being the zombies pioneer. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my God, I keep chat just does quotes and I can hear his voice so clearly in my head. We're completely surrounded. Oh my God, it is so burned in my head. His quotes. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, they also someone brought up the super Easter egg in chat, and uh, that's Potsy Gaming. That's that's something. Do you think they go director's cut? Do you think they just go, hey, we don't care anymore, just like the elixirs, and they just give us like broken rewards for the super Easter egg, just have at it? Or do you think it's going to be once again like Revelations, very low key, where it's going to be subtle, like you pick up a wisp and you get a couple 
a couple things for it. And every time you play Revelations, a couple bonuses. Wait, so say this again? Sorry. Sure. Uh, inside, someone in chat brought up the fact that the Super Easter egg, what do you think about it? And it kind of dawned on me where I'm like, oh, you know, do you think they're going to go director's cut where they're going to overpower just flood us because we don't expect anything at this point what if they just blow away the game wide open overpowered rewards they, that could be you know like a director's cut starting with perks twenty five thousand points or giving us all sorts of gun access pack of, i don't know whatever it might be or having mutators uh, allow you to you can do easter eggs and mutators whatever it might be for their super easter egg you think it's going to be a very overt super easter egg if they even implement it in zombies or is it going to be very uh, low key like revelations where just like if you pick up a wisp and you don't get touched uh, you'll get uh pack a bunch of weapons out of the box and walls and the mm. uh, katana so i think like you can't can you have a super easter egg in this game all the easter eggs are so disjointed you know none of them build towards each other like like i mean a super easter egg in a narrative sense uh yeah like, obviously obviously Obviously, the chaos. So, yeah, so chaos first off, the big elephant in the room is the chaos Easter eggs would have to be different from the ether Easter eggs. Yes, they're two completely different. Yeah. Then you have like classified, which doesn't really have an Easter egg. It has an ending, but not an Easter. Egg. You have um, Blood of the Dead, which does have one, but it directly leads it. It, it directly leads into how they get into their next map, which uh, which is alpha omega alpha mm -hmm. omega has one to me they're not really building towards a super easter egg so I, I don't expect anything narrative wise but so i hope it's something that just stretches across every map regardless of the uh world that it's in mm -hmm. and it is like something you said like mutations and then we can do the easter egg and mutation and i think that's a good reward too because we've wanted mutations and we've wanted the easter eggs and mutations for like ever and I always thought it'd be something they'd add, but I guess they haven't. But it'd be a nice little reward to save it for those who have done all of them legitimately without any mutations. Be like, okay, now you can go back in and do it mutations. I mm -hmm. think that would be a great one. Director's Cut is always a nice feature. Mm -hmm. um, and what I actually think is cool about the fact that they're doing the... If they do do a Super Easter Egg, and it's not something connected to the narrative, like, say, the nav cards... Mm -hmm. By having something like this, it opens the door to just build whatever fucking feature you want, you know? Yes, exactly. We don't have... It doesn't have to fit the narrative. We can give everybody RK5s at the start. Uh, we can have a director's cut that gives you a million different perks and gives you 25,000 points. We can make the Easter eggs on... Um, we can have, like, in mutations, a little switch to turn on Easter eggs. All that would be great. And I mm -hmm. think because this feature would only exist for those who do the Easter egg, we wouldn't have to have the problem of like people solving the Easter eggs with mutation, especially since a lot of them have already been solved. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, Queen I has a theory that all these maps are fully textured models from Kingdom Hearts. Modeled secret rooms where we can grab items when whatever the super egg would Are there like cool. fully textured rooms we haven't been able to access? Yeah, she was very much digging a claim on the Blood of the Dead one, I, I remember, for quite a while. And I could see that being a thing. Uh, it would be cool. I, I remember in the finder I sent to Treyarch, uh, 
uh, the last stand idea, I had all these lockers unlock where you have two minutes of zombies just coming after you and you had all the wonder weapons available for you as some like last minute survival attempt. It would be cool to see some variation on that where you can get in a map and all the things you need are, are already there for your disposal. So it's like a toolbox. It's like a sandbox because that's what zombies is sort of trended towards. You kind of got to accept what it's become. Have fun with it. I mean, since the game and there's not really any hype around it, there's not a big following around it, there's not a lot of uh, eyes on zombies anymore. Like you said, it frees them up. Let them, let them do. Not in that sense. You were saying something different, but I'm saying building off that. It freezes Treyarch up to do whatever they want without consequences. It doesn't have to make narrative sense. They can just go, you know, it'll be really fun. And that's what World War II zombies and uh, Lee Ross's infinite warfare zombies uh, really had going for it is that they could just be fun, that they could throw literally the devil, Mephistopheles, inside the game and be like, yep, that's what's happening right now. Okay, have fun with that. And here's an entire mm-hmm. arcade room full of guns to load up on and have uh, super Easter egg fun time. That's great. Mm-hmm. You know, just have at it. And I think Treyarch needs that at this point. Zombies has lost its seriousness, I think. So it's sort of, let's just try and end it with who's still paying attention in a positive manner. Yeah. What, uh, what I don't want, though, is like something like a boss rush mode. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want that to be locked behind an Easter egg. Oh, because like, I, I think that's a I think that's a relatively easy game mode to throw into the game. Like I think somebody could somebody could probably throw that together as like a project for themselves over a week or so or however long. I don't know how long these things. Mm-hmm. But if somebody could make that, I and then they add it to the game later, I would rather that be available to all fans. Mm-hmm. So like new game modes, I don't, with the exception of maybe like a director's cut. That's, only, that's my only thing on game modes. I'd rather be in-game features rather than game. Fair point. Uh, we... Okay, so I got two donations here that are topical, though, so that's nice. Jesse asks, if Vondi leaves, do you think... Uh, what do you think will happen at Black Ops? Like we said, well, at least in my opinion, it's just going to continue like normal. They're just going to do whatever the next evolution of it is. Um, and David brought up a point about the next PS5 design leaks. I'm going to look those up, and me and John will react to those before we get into topic time. Uh, do you have any other uh, thoughts on all the Easter eggs and the evolution of the Super Easter egg and all that, John? I'm just hoping we get something like IW Zombies. I think IW Zombie did the, like the Super Easter egg the best. That's my official stance. I agree. I agree mm-hmm. with that. Uh, I wish we, I, especially BO2, the Super Easter egg would have been a lot of fun if you could just keep pressing the button every time you got in the game and you could do it across multiple maps. Nobody is allowed the fun mode like IW has with Director's Cut. You're going to definitely change the opinion of so many inside the Call of Duty universe. So that is what the PS5 looks like, apparently. So David Kirk donated this. I you got to confirm in chat this is the right one though cuz this looks I saw this. This looks this looks Fake, so right? bad. Okay, what are your thoughts on the PS5 design link brings back memories of the original Xbox and what are the chances of COD zombies coming over to the Nintendo Switch? Would you want that? I mean, who am I to say this no? Is, I, like, I saw this on Reddit or I saw this on Twitter, I saw this on Reddit. Yeah, what is this? What is this? Unless Unless there's like something I just don't know about, like where this came from. This looks so fake. Like, why is there an eject, rewind, pause, fast forward, play on the sign? Oh, that's a nut. That's a great point. And all these USBs, 
Let's go digital. That's a good point. I mean, I literally am just looking at this for the very first time here. So also the shape of it, it looks the shape looks too modern. There's also, I think, five USB ports across the middle. Yeah, why would there be five? Five. The disc, the controller? disc drive looks too small. Look at how small the disc drive is. That looks like it's for GameCube. The dev kit, maybe. Why would a dev kit look this nice? Does it look nice? I don't know how to feel uh, about this. Not, not nice, but it looks like a like it's trying is to be. Is this nice. really it? Um. Wow, really? This is this is what the supposed new design. I'm seeing a lot of images though on Google Images, so I don't. I'm reading. Don't know I'm reading. Mean. I'm reading the article, and it just. I I don't know. So for those listening on the podcast, it's how how it's like A shaped on the top, and it has some interesting vents, and that kind of looks cool with the blue glow of what's going on. But the front of it, as John pointed out, has an eject, a rewind, a pause, and play button. Which I mean, are they going like Xbox Fatal Mistake, making it a media center? I don't think that's a very good idea. And it says SSD drive on there, which is nice. Maybe we'll be getting terabyte plus SSD drives for the upgrade of the hardware for our console gaming. Also has a Let's Go Digital on it, which is strange. Why would they would be doing promoting both those? I don't know. Uh, but five USBs and uh, look like 3.0s. And it's a black box, but it's all rounded. All the edges of it. There's no edge on this on this console and i guess that's where the xbox comes from the v comes from the roman numeral five i'm not gonna read the article live oh from the roman numeral five. Oh, i could totally see that yeah 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 you turn it upside down and it's a roman numeral five okay okay yeah but there's also this box one too like have you seen that one as well there's this like just square just a normal square what i totally expected the ps4 to look like I'm seeing this. So I guess up. part part of it might come from patents that were filled out by Sony sketches that came along with the patent. And maybe the model is based off the patent. I don't know. It looks fucking weird. It does. And uh, is this the site? Let's go digital. Or are they trying to watermark it? I'm so confused. See the the PS5 though that I just sent you that is something I would expect. Literally a black box. And oh, I don't think I I don't expect this. No too similar to the ps4 design and the and the new ps3 i think yeah, I guess, something yeah. like something like this i think would can might accidentally confuse consumers yeah i think they would change that'd be a wii u wii like all over that, again yeah it, it looks like obviously people won't confuse the name ps4 or ps5 but it yeah. looks like it could fit in that ps4 fan true especially true. with like the cutout because every every generation of playstation has a different style than the last you certainly know? certainly playstation playstation 4 has gone what is basically like a sandwich where they just keep stacking like um and slant a little ps3 was very oval playstation 4 was kind of or playstation 2 was just kind of a playstation 1 was tan and thin and basically a rectangle mm-hmm. that'd like, be interesting is this feels too PS4 to me. Even like with the two-tone top design and the blue line down the middle, and you have the break in the center. This is just a PS4. <laughs> I really hope they don't do that. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see where it goes. But thanks for the donation. I really appreciate it, David. And that was, uh, man, it's going to be weird. I'm, I'm excited to see the next console, the generation of consoles. So what are the topic times for this week, John? Topic times. Yeah. Pulled up real fast. And then uh, we, I know we have donations as well. So Dr. Monty asks us what our thoughts on all the Phase 4 announcements are. Uh, lots of TV shows. That's yeah. for sure. Now I think we're up to like seven or eight TV shows. Yeah. And, oh, and Spider Man got his lap done. Yeah, it's it's ironic too because it was not you. You did post those uh, bonus episodes, right? We I recorded. Did. I did. Yeah, it's ironic. I think not long after we had recorded that, like the next day, Spider Man gets cut from the MCU. Um, I'm hoping that uh, Sony comes around to their senses. And I know people have jumped on the anti-Disney bandwagon because oh, I guess please. Disney also didn't play. But I don't care. I want Spider-Man in the MCU. Yeah. Um, I'm totally anti-Sony on this one. Um, and I don't want to see Tom Holland in the Venomverse. And uh, my hope is that Disney had leaked all this with the hope of getting more action on Sony's front. Like the public yeah. backlash would make them. Yeah, put pressure on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've also I've also heard the theory that uh, it was Sony that leaked this in the hopes that people would lash out at Disney, but then it backfired. <laughs> but like I hope I hope if there's one thing Sony learned from this is that people don't want them to make their own live action Spider Man. Right. Uh, people don't people don't care about the Venom verse like they do MCU. Yes, they've never oof, they've never gotten Spider Man quite right since they've owned the rights mm -hmm. to it. And we've seen so many. We've had nine Spider-Man movies in less than 20 years. I don't want... If they, if Sony makes another Spider-Man movie, I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean... I'm not going to see the next Sony Spider-Man. Did you see the Screen Rant uh, video they made about that leaving? I, I forgot no. the name of it. It's it's that funny thing bit they do back and forth where he talks to himself as an e executive and all that. It's like the pitch, the pitch meeting. Thank you. Yes, it's the pitch meeting. That's what I was looking for. And the Sony is executive comes in and it's just it's a beautiful three way about them arguing about money and then like the series and oh God, I just I, I suggest watching that video. It's really darn good. And I can't I'm so they, they have this whole bit about. Hey, you know what everyone loves to see? Michael, Uncle Ben getting shot. <laughs> yeah. We oh, can't wait to bring that back. They love it. Oh, so that's gonna be a rough one to see Uncle Ben get killed again. I can't watch another Spider Man. It's been so many Spider Mans. Yeah, I just don't. I, if one, I, I really would hate to see Tom Holland in a different universe, and two, I just don't want to see a new Spider Man from some. So I'm not going to see it. If they reboot their own live action spider -Man. i know they just did so many really good things you know what blew my mind my father bought the avengers dvd 4k set i saw the behind the scenes version of it and i didn't realize happy was the director of iron man one i i didn't know that at yeah, all you didn't john favreau yeah i had no idea he was a director i don't know why i missed that just there's there, i guess there's just so much to know in the john favreau has directed a lot of things he just he he directed the lion like mm -hmm. the live action one. Um, oh, wow. That's terrific. And he's a good actor. I mean, I would never guess it's like a director inside a movie whatsoever. So that, that for me anyway. So I think that's, I, that was cool to see the universe flushed out. And now we don't even get to see Happy inside the Spider-Verse anymore. It's just such a shame that all that yeah, goes away. Yeah, they, they, they set up so much that I don't know how you write him out of the, how, like, how do you write him out? I don't know if you can. 
No, it's just basically like it's over. All this is over. What they got to reboot it? Ugh. He's done a num He has a number of act or a number of directing credits. Like he has, he has a live action Jungle Book and The Lion King. Um, Ooh. an episode of The Office. Oh, everyone loves um, The Office. Iron Man one and two. Mm-hmm. Elf. He's got a he's got a handful. Good for him, man. All right, next one. Alex O two O two says thoughts on the Mandalorian and the Ewan McGregor TV series. Hey, looks cool. I'll probably get, I'll probably have Disney Plus, so I'll check them out. That should be cool. I hear it has like an I hear it has like a budget of like fifteen million an episode. Holy shoot, the Mandalorian! Yeah. Wow. Well, I heard it's I supposed heard. to be super dark too. So that's the type of Star Wars I used to like. The Mandalorians are dope, and it's all bounty hunter stuff. So. Cool. Yeah, it should be cool. Cool. Um, the Ewan McGregor one, you know, that's gonna that's that I'll watch that. I'm sure. Seelan McGregor is open. Hello there. That's already getting my watch. Yeah. I was pretty hyped for that. I'm just going to ignore the new trilogy so I don't. I mean, I just keep. I, yeah, yep. Oh. <laughs> What's next? Um, Retro Sheep says, How's the year of health going now that it's two thirds of the way through? I'm in training for my half marathon. I've got that in like eight weeks, I think, something like that. It's October. Um,. Year of Health is going okay for me. I don't know about how's it going for you, Reed. Uh, don't go full time on YouTube. That is the most unhealthy thing you can do. <laughs> so it's only up from there, then. Yep. <laughs> uh, Cheese Buff says, "Would you rather have a map set in Atlantis for World War II zombies or Chaos Sword?" Chaos, absolutely chaos. Oh yeah, chaos. Atlantis doesn't. I feel like it doesn't fit. I guess the Nazis were interested in Atlantis. Helgoland. I I thought. Yeah. I think the Nazis thought Helgoland was supposed to be a gateway to Atlantis, mm-hmm. which was disappointing. Oh, that's right. Did yeah, a whole you made video. a whole video. Yeah, you know, you we're here. Which is disappointing because like Cameron Dayton and X Zombie never touched on that. Yeah. Or I think I feel like they did. Uh, didn't Cameron even on the podcast say, like, you got to find it, and then we never found it? No, he said it, it was going to be like that, but they basically had to cut things, and it just didn't work out. The best nod we got to Atlantis was Tortured Path, and we were down there. They had plans for something yeah. like that. It just budget, time, as always. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Fuzzy Pants 11 says, what's a real event or area we haven't visited in zombies? That could be a cool map, like Chern- Oh, we've talked about so many of them, like Roanoke and then Pompeii. There's plenty of anything that's historical. If you lean into that, that stuff's terrific. That's why Delphi was so awesome. I, to me, anyway, as a, that's the type of zombie fan I like. I like going to Darice, where you Google the fly trap, and you could actually see footage of these whack experiments the Nazis were trying to do with these very devices. I think that stuff is great. Yeah, Dereez, Dereez is that's one of my favorite parts of Dereez. In fact, all that shit's real. Mm-hmm. Um, what would be interesting? Um, I don't know. Uh, like Chernobyl, I think is the obvious one. Uh, what's Roanoke? I don't know that. That's the one where it's like one of the first places to settle, uh, in America, and then. Like, they left and came back, and the whole civilization was gone, but there was no strife or murder, and there was just something carved into a tree. The entire population just disappeared, and no one ever knows what happened to them. 
Yeah, that's a that's a creepy one. That could be an interesting thing, just to Google like um, mysterious events and then turn that into a zombies map. That could be Sledgehammer or Treyarch or whoever's right. Yeah, whatever's left. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Kingdom Hop says thoughts on PewDiePie reaching one hundred thousand or one hundred million subscribers and also getting married. Yeah, the wedding video was really good. I looked through that. It was cool. Uh, interesting to see him share his life with the world. And I imagine he, he probably has feels that obligation since they've made him an extremely, extremely successful individual. So that's part of sharing his life. It was a beautifully shot video, and him finally hitting 100 million is terrific as a single dude doing this with two, well, starting it as a single guy uh, in the sense, or how do I say this? A single creator is what I'd rather say. And then moving out to having two editors and still just sticking to daily uploads and evolving his content despite the controversies that have surrounded him. I think he is a, a great example of uh, what a creator should can be on the YouTube platform, and his success is terrific. That's not a corporation. It's not Jimmy Fallon's late night getting 100 million subscribers. It's just some Swedish dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah, congrats to Felix on both uh, the marriage and 100 million subscribers. Good to see him get over that hump. Uh, Dabo44 says, when will DLC 4 be announced? I would feel, I would feel it'd be released in September because October is when the new COD King comes out. Maybe mm -hmm. in the next operation. Yeah, like if it doesn't get announced this week, I just don't know what they're <laughs> doing. It's got to be super close. Yes. Um, Ultimate New 23 says, if you had to live a week without internet, what would you do to keep yourself busy? A week without internet? Reading, drawing, writing. Yeah, I mean, stuff. I do. I can get work done without internet. Um, I just go out more, basically. Yeah, I'd actually probably get back to living my life. Like it depends. Like, do I do I have to send? Do I have to spend a week without internet confined in a house? Because that's lame. Yeah, but no, like just going out. But like, if I can leave the house, I would just do that. I would yeah. just try to keep myself as occupied as yeah. I can. Just, just um, the only of... real downside to not having the internet would be like I'd I'd probably have like you know that habit of like just using my phone to check Twitter or check Reddit or something, mm -hmm. um, or just some some work I wouldn't be able to get done. But I'm assuming if I had to live a week without internet, I don't need to worry about that as much. Um, Retro Sheep 08 says for a bonus episode, you did reactions to Reed's old videos. Would you do the same with John's old video? Perhaps some old theories, discussions, story predictions from early zombie days. Um, that'd be fun. I don't think it's my place to uh, pick and choose old videos. Yeah, I'd have, have to go through. Read, right? Yeah, sure. Um, I don't know how much stuff I have there. I've privated a lot of videos or unlisted a lot of videos, yeah. but I'm sure there's. Maybe I could find something. That's just the thing. If John doesn't have quite the catalog, I have 2,000 plus videos, which I am considering privating almost all of them or unlisting all of them after DLC 4. And I haven't I've decided got the, yet. Like, I've got a large catalog. I've uploaded an amount of videos, like a, like a thousand, over, definitely over a thousand. Mm -hmm. um, I just don't know how many of them are like that great for digging up, you know? Yeah. Where mine are just, oh, the cringe. They're so much fun. <laughs> Uh, Astro Delta says advice for senior year starting school on again on Thursday feeling quite nervous. I'd say just enjoy it, um, but also just get over the just get over the finish line. Mm -hmm. 
no matter mm-hmm. what you do, just finish. That's always the most important thing. And if you're nervous about it, I mean, I found uh, high school senior year was was really, really laid back and, and enjoyable. You finally feel like you're in control of your life and you know what yeah, you're doing. It's, it's it's a lot. It's a lot more. It's not as it's not super high school senior. Year, assuming you're talking senior. Or high yeah. School. College takes uh, all that away from you the next year. <laughs> so that's yeah. why you want to enjoy it in high school. High school, yeah, you feel like you're it. king of the world. Like, make sure you're doing what you need to to get over the finish line. Mm-hmm. But also just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, Steely X says, out of all the great TV shows that are currently airing or coming out, what is your show right now? Mine is an anime series called Dr. Called I'm Doctor not watching what? any series right now. Are you watching any? Uh, two got into me. Um, one you've heard me talk about at nauseum, and I'd still like to work for them someday, especially if their animated department ever expands. Is the critical role? I love everything they do with the D and D, the voice acting, all the shows they produce ex- uh, as well. They Mercer Ray, Ray heads production of I think six or seven different fully produced shows on a level that is very much a TV show quality. They're even on ID IBM. It's someone that's like. I, I love them from all the behind-the-scenes stuff as well as the product they put out. Uh, the other thing, my god-darned sister and brother-in-law got me into Attack on Titan, and I hate myself. <laughs> uh, it's, it's uh, you know, the more I think about it, the more I like it, and the more I hate myself. I thought I was done with anime mm-hmm. garbage, and I, I kind of like Attack on Titan now. Ah, but that that's it when it comes to series they that's that's all i've been really keeping up with as of late after game of thrones destroyed me on the inside but there should be cool stuff coming out Mm -hmm. yeah i don't watch too many tv shows really i have a hard time starting i might get around to watching better call Saul. i think think oh i gotta finish that i need i think i never finished the season finale of season three or two that's where i stopped and there's already on four, I believe. I, I it was really, mm-hmm. really engaging, and I just stopped. And they and they have a movie. Oh, they have a movie. There's a move. There's a movie. Wow. The wow. Breaking Bad movie. I have no idea where, when, what it's about, but it's happening. Mm-hmm. It might have already been shot too. I'm not sure. Got me, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that uh, wraps it up for topic time. Cool. 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 Um. Last minute donations that got in was Mr. Drown got it in today. Uh, take care, gentlemen. Stay safe and have a good day. Thanks so much for the donation and always coming out, Mr. Drown. Uh, Assassin donates. He says Origins should be DLC four because it's beginning and the end. And I will also be getting the poster. Hey, thanks for getting that poster. In case you've joined us late, I think I'll show it one more time. The poster is a poster I had designed by a absolutely exceptionally talented artist of the show. It's Dr. Monty being like the puppet master and all of our heroes fighting back the zombie horde. You can actually see there's like the crop circle with Victus here, but behind them is actually all the zombies being illuminated by the weapons uh, that they're using. And if you notice too, like Dempsey is dual wielding Mark II and Mark I ray guns, the R11 and the katana is in Takio's hand. The Vril device in Wonderwaffa is in Richthofen, Thunder Gun, and a Juggernaut bottle in Nikolai. Just a lot of little details in here that help make the poster pop and connect with who we went on a journey with these past 10 years. So it's a poster I'm exceptionally proud to sell and will 100% be on my wall in my rooms because I think it's a great way to go out. So thanks. Thanks for that uh, easy transition into another promotion, a poster promotion pitch there. 
and I, I think Origins makes a lot of sense. It just makes too much sense, so that's why I would not go in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I think that catches us up with all the donations. Yes, it does. So that that's uh, everything for this week of Zombros. John, do you have any lasting uh, thoughts? Uh, no, hopefully next week I won't be on my bed. I should have a desk by coming Tuesday. Nice. That'll be a much comfier. This is this is not doing Zombros on a bed is not as comfy as I thought it would be. Did you get an up desk or no? No, it's just a desk. <sighs> no, right. a okay. cheap desk above my Amazon. No, nah, that's fair. That's fair. College life. That's that's the life we live. Mm-hmm. Oh, the movie releases soon. Netflix October twelfth is when the Breaking Bad movie will release. Well, that's awesome. October twelfth. Oh, that's soon. Yeah, it is. That's right around. That's when Black Ops was released last year, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Cool. So maybe I'll catch up with Better Call Saul right before that comes out. That'll be fun. The, again, the poster comes out DLC four. So this is just promotion and getting excited for it. You can pre-order it in a few weeks. Uh, I can't believe September's a week away. People are going back to school. They're going back to college, as you know. Oh, <laughs> you're there. Oh, I can't believe the year went by so quickly. Uh, all right. Thank you all so much for coming out. I hope you enjoy this week of Zombros. Be safe till we see you next, and we'll see you next Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for another episode of Zombros. Take care now. Thank you for tuning into this episode of Zombros. Make sure to download the podcast on iTunes and support the show on Patreon if you haven't already. If you have the time, be sure to rate the show because it helps keep the podcast going. Links will be in the description. We'll see you in the next episode.